Hey everyone, morning. Welcome to Ask Sam, the real estate and wealth show where we uh, answer some critical questions when it comes to the real estate market. Hey, I was just watching Jason's show. How good was that this morning? That was a cracker. In fact, you should probably turn me off straight away and go and uh, check out Jason's uh, show this morning. Um, It was full of absolute gold. Um, Some real nuggets there, some real wisdom behind the big J. He he pulled it off this morning, that's for sure. But it is interesting. I think um, we are at a critical time in real estate. Morning, Alison. Thanks for coming along, um, doing the double. I think you're at Jason's show this morning. It was a cracker, wasn't it? Hey, uh, interesting dynamics that we are dealing with today that could easily change into the near future. And of course, on the 11th of May, Josh Frydenberg will announce the Australian budget, uh, something that we should keep a bit of an eye on as a property investor. Things can change quite quickly. So, what is definitely going to change into the future, I think, is is certainly uh, the dynamics around real estate. And it is really critical for us real estate investors to, to really buy well in this market if we are buying in this market and we haven't sort of owned real estate for 10 or 20 years and paid down bucket loads of debt. Really, uh, a lot of people are protected in this real estate economy because they have gone through some pretty rapid debt reduction. But for property investors, many property investors really play this game that they never actually want to own the real estate. They play hot potato. So what they do is they they buy real estate and they basically just hope um, in hell it's going to go up and nothing's going to impact their real estate. Well, of course, uh, the game of hot potato is a bit of a dangerous one and you need to have some, I guess, uh, you need to future-proof what that game of hot potato is. Of course, to re-explain the game of hot potato, you buy a property, let's say you pick up an asset for half a mil, you're banking on it becoming a million dollars one day, so potentially you can then trade out of that asset and pay down debt elsewhere. So uh, it's a game many property investors play. I play it myself, but I give myself some rules when I play this game because the dynamics we're dealing with right now in 2021 will be very different again in 2022 and very different again in 2023. So I think what is fair to say into the future, I don't know when, I don't have a crystal ball and the Reserve Bank of Australia has openly said probably not for at least the next three years, interest rates will go up. We can bank on that. We can bank on potentially into the future, we're going to have to pay more to control debt. And uh, it is something that I think when it comes to choosing property and owning real estate, we need to be very cognizant about. The second thing I think we can all agree on is inflation is going to occur. And what inflation really means is the cost of living is going to go up. So we can bank on that. Um, It is already starting to happen in many sections of the market. We're seeing shortages in, in many things right now at a global logistics level, which is putting pressure on prices. But also, you know, given the Reserve Bank and Central Bank of the economy, it's kind of stimulating the economy with more money. It's creating this kind of inflationary effect. So we have to take into consideration potentially 
um, much higher than normal inflation rate into the future. And I think it's pretty fair to say that uh, certain skills in the economy are going to be rewarded. There's a skill shortage in many sections of the economy, but many sections of the economy now um, are really having to work two, three jobs, get part-time work, and really we're seeing this kind of wage freeze. So think about that, right? Interest rates go up, wages freeze, the cost of living goes up. All of a sudden, as a real estate owner, we need to make sure we've got some quality assets behind us. And in particular, I think Jason was was alluding to this in his morning program. You know, uh, the quality tenant part of the puzzle is is a big component of this because if the cost of our living expenses go up, um, and some people can least afford it if they're not a quality tenant you're going to struggle to put the rent up and they're going to leave and then you're going to get vacancies and then the next person's going to come and potentially uh, this whole sort of rigmarole of owning real estate becomes a bit of a challenge. So we want uh, a marketplace which, you know, can weather the storm. And I think um, when it comes to choosing real estate, uh, right now we are in a new world. And I um, say, like, at the end of the day, we're going to choose a property. We've got to do the financials. The property's got to be physically very fit. It's got to be a strong property. It can't crumble when it comes to future expenses. So think about your due diligence right now when it comes to real estate. You're trying to future-proof something that we know that's going to happen. We know interest rates are going to go up. We know the market may correct and come down in value. We know that inflation is real. We know, we know this stuff, so we've got to bet to beat it. We've got to be bulletproof when it comes to it. And for me, the three big due diligence things today is physically strong property, something where you're, it's not going to be capital expensive for you to run into the future. You're not going to have to um, emergency pull out money to fix this goddamn thing because money is going to get tight. And when money gets tight, you don't want a capitally intensive asset. Real estate can quickly become a liability when it's a capital-intensive asset. You want good financials. You don't want something where you're pouring money out of your back pocket to control it um, right now because into the future, you'll have to put even more money into it um, if rates go up, right? So you want something that pretty much pays for itself, give or take a few bob depending on what you earn. And the third thing is really um, in your due diligence, you want some really good behavioral logic. And me and Jace were spitballing yesterday about this, you know, um, and I think he might have mentioned it on his show. I caught half his show this morning. I was running around. Um, I was going to actually try and do my uh, morning show from outside, but it's teeming with rain. I think yesterday I said, I'm giving up and sitting in the studio. I'm going, I'm hitting the streets. Uh, it was teeming with rain today. It's horrible here. So um, I chickened out and I'm, I'm still here in the studio. But um, uh, where was I? Um, Jason was, uh, Jason and me were spitballing yesterday, right? And um, it's interesting because, you know, again, the dynamics you're dealing with today is not 10 years ago. It's not 20 years ago. We were talking about the deals we were finding circa 2004. I mean, we were buying real estate at 50,000 bucks, right? We found locations that had never been discovered before because real estate agents didn't have realestate.com. And to only uh, to find those areas, 
the only way you could find them is literally if you stumbled across them driving through some small little community in a car and stopped and had a sausage roll and looked in the real estate agent's window. That was the only way you found that real estate. And so because it was untapped, it was kind of like finding, um, you know, absolute gold. And 10, 15, probably 15 years ago, we were finding properties for, you know, 50 grand, uh, you know, 110 grand, 115 grand in, in really um, interesting little communities. And it was a game of hot potato with that real estate. You would buy it and then you would try and sort of see when um, really the laggards found those those locations then you would kind of flip it because they were sort of C and D grade locations anyway. So back then, you know, the dynamics were completely different. Now, where is the true dynamics? Is there a deal to be had in the real estate market? Not really. Uh, is Is there big discounts today in the real estate market? Not at all. Um, uh, Are there any locations that people have never heard of in real estate? Well, no. Like you can uh, go on realestate.com and find real estate in any town of Australia, any town probably across the Western world right now is really um, simple to find. So that means real estate, um, again, is transforming from traditional economics to behavioral economics. And this is, this is again, what I teach a lot about is like, well, uh, you know, the idea of um, crushing a 30% return on a deal, getting a 20% discount, adding value and, you know, smashing through this kind of uh, economic dynamic is, is, is a lot harder than it was uh, 15 years ago, right? And it's not to say it won't come back to that into the future in a new era. But right now, we are in an era where deals need to be chosen on behavioral logic, not um, some sort of comic logic, which actually is not, not valid. Behavioral logic, really, and this is where, again, your due diligence, physical property, you want a good physical property, you want a good financial property, something that pays you income to buy it or at least washes its own face. And then third, you want something with good behavioral energy uh, around its, its, its location, right? You want a location which is good with community, location which is uh, you know, convenient for people, location which maybe is connected to something that's bigger than the property, uh, urban forest, uh, you know, beaches, you know, urban, uh, an urban jungle, which is, you know, full of life, right? So again, um, the big switch right now is is the future is is completely different. So to safeguard yourself, you want something that is physically good, financially good, and behaviorally good, and you're going to weather the storm when we know inflation is going to increase, interest rates will eventually increase one day, uh, you know, not tomorrow, but certainly down the track. And of course, um, many people in society ain't getting the wage growth anytime soon. If anything, they're jumping on Uber and doing a second job because it's the only way for them to keep up with the rat race. As we know, skill level one workers in Australia are earning a bucket load and uh, school level five workers in Australia ain't earning too much at all. The highest income uh quartile of Australians earn 12 times more than the lowest income quartile of Australians. That's how we say it. The rich are getting rich, the poor are getting poor. Where do we want to 
real estate connected to people who are earning more money. Hey, that's it for me. As I say, probably go watch Jason's show, uh, Cracker, this morning. Um, and I'll leave you guys with that. Uh, Pratesh, thanks for the text, mate. Um, great little shout out. And uh, yeah, wage growth, um, not that much at all for, for certainly um, many sectors of society. Hey, you take care. Remember the big three, physical, financial, and behavioural, and you can't go wrong with real estate. All the best. Uh, I'm going to get a coffee. Bye.